the difference between good athletes, specifically in my case, football players, the difference between the good ones and the great ones, or the okay ones and the good ones, whatever delineation you draw is the ones that could pay attention and do the details right when fatigue set in. Mm -hmm. When you can focus and, and you are hyper-concentrated on doing the little things right when you are fatigued, and that's something, that's not a skill that just innately happens. That's a trained skill. That's something that is learned. Um, and so one of the things that like I was, the first time I talked with my son, must have been really exhausted, but um, he, he was tired and he was like, he was doing burpees wrong. He, he co they'll come to the gym and they'll want to like mimic what mom and dad are doing. Monkey see, monkey do, right? Yep. According to, the, right. According to the, the socials. Um, <laughs> the internet told me. The internet. Um, but, and it's like the little details, like you cut things short or you don't do the movement right. But when they can, they can hyper-focus on details and think about it, that's a cognitive action. That's something that they, they mentally have to focus on and that retention, that is just, again, sharpening the sword as it carries into other areas. That's right. Heard some awesome stories of you know, kids that would come in day one and couldn't do certain movements or they were very shy. And then, you know, six to eight weeks later, their whole life was changed. Yep. And it got me thinking just about the importance. You know, we talk about fitness, but we usually gear it towards us and towards, you know. Personal self-development. Right, adults. Yeah. And, and so it just got me thinking that, you know, what are the benefits for our kids and getting them started early? You know, I think there was a big fear years ago that, starting kids on workout plans too early was going to stunt their growth or it's bad for their joints or, and all that's been debunked. Now, obviously you don't want to, you know, go max yeah. <laughs> weight at six I years old. Say, I was you know, I even think about, I even think about the training we did, like even when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, mm -hmm. I mean, through my early twenties, really. Um, <laughs> I could see how that could start your growth. Though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like really like the incorrect squat form, mm -hmm. um, you know, all about, um, you know, just heavyweight moving. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. about technique. I mean, I could see how that that yeah. could get kids hurt early yeah. on. And that's the key right there is incorrect technique yep. going as heavy as possible. But assuming you start with a good foundation, mm -hmm. you can start them young. Yeah. Five, six years old with the basics. Yep. And so that's what I want to talk about today was just what are some of the benefits of, of training for kids and what, what benefits will they see, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, uh, emotionally, confidence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but after Matt's episode, it inspired me. So we actually recorded Matt's episode. What was it? Two weeks ago, whenever this episode airs. And I've told you before, my five-year-old has always been a fairly athletic yeah. kid. Right. He, yeah. he, he's always just kind of humbly. You just stated that <laughs> like you used to, I used to look at videos of him at like not even two years old, like throwing a baseball, like a 12 year old. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's the wife. You better answer that. You're on the podcast. Um, so <laughs> just, just want to give you a heads up. We're talking about kids strong and the yes. importance of uh, fitness for kids. Peeling the back of the curtain here. 
Tyler's, you sure? Tyler's getting it's, yelled at by his wife right now. You no, know, it sounds, it, yeah, no, we just talked, so I, I figured it'd be important. Oh, just some condescending <laughs> sarcasm. <laughs> it's all right. She's actually on her way to the gym right now with the kids. Good for her. Yeah? With so, the kids. With the kids. Love that. So, anyways, Perfect all right, episode. well, have a good one, and I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, love you, bye. You just you just got a, a live look behind the scenes. <laughs> but that's awesome. That's perfect timing. She's yeah. taking the kids to the gym. Yep. But anyway, so I was saying, so my five-year-old's always kind of been, been a little bit more athletic, and, and he's kind of gotten it. My two-year-old, on the other hand, couldn't be more different. He's a big kid. He's a strong kid at two, for mm-hmm. two. Yeah. But he's never once shown any desire mm-hmm. for sports. He's big on trucks. He's big on, you know, it, it, weirdly enough, he's big on like baby dolls, which is kind of weird. But Kid, I don't know him. that. I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it makes him happy. So my point is, for him, it's not as natural. Yeah. And so I wanted to get him involved in Kid Strong because Matt was talking about if you're walking, you're able to do this. Yep. And so we took him for his first class. Yeah. The other night. And How we, nervous were you before? I, I was fully. Cooper's done it. Cooper's done it. Mm-hmm. Cooper did it when, when he old, was two. Older, yeah. yeah. And, but, but again, Case is a little bit more clingy. He's yeah. a little bit. We went in fully expecting this was going to be a disaster. Meltdown. We were going to have to hold him the whole time. <laughs> he wasn't going to want to do anything. Yeah. That's what we went in thinking. Yeah. And we were just fully accepting. Yeah. And man, I could not be more proud of him. At first, he was absolutely like that. Yeah. Didn't want to get down. Didn't want to participate. But, man, by middle of the way through, he was doing everything. That's awesome. And he was a lot more athletic than I gave him credit for. Like, he was able to do stuff. So I was super proud of him, you yeah. know, just for getting in there and getting after it. And, love, and, and yeah. so we're going to go back every week now. I yes. think it's going to be so good for him. Yeah. Because my oldest awesome. son has his sports, has his things. Yeah. My youngest son doesn't really have anything. And yeah. so Kid Strong, I think, is that great foundation yes. for him. I think him of the two could really benefit, benefit yeah. the most Agreed. out of it. Agreed. So, again, I say all that to say not only to, to all you parents out there, if you have a kid strong near you, get to one because yep. it is an awesome – they're doing so many good things, so many as you heard things. on the episode, yeah. and as I witnessed yeah. and, and participated and in. And if you, if you haven't, say you just clicked on this one, you missed that episode, I highly, highly encourage you to just go back and, and listen because, you know, Matt is super knowledgeable um, just on, the, on all the research – that's been done um, about correlating movement mm-hmm. with uh, brain function, with confidence. Yeah, strength directly correlates with confidence and all the things that, that Kid Strong has built around and, and evolved over the years. I highly go, if you have not listened, go back and listen yep. to that. Um, that'll put some context around this episode. Yeah, and, and to elaborate on everything we talked about, and if you don't have a Kid Strong, don't, don't panic, don't worry. There's still things that you can do. And yep. so, here are some of the benefits that you could realize from getting your kids started with training early and, and that your kids will benefit from, most importantly. And a lot of these really are, are, the similar, are very similar to what an adult would, to, would recognize, but um, just wanted to highlight some of the things that we talked about, not only in the Monday episode, but all of these are very scientifically backed. Lots of research on behind these. So number one, as you can imagine, it improves their physical wellness. So strength, endurance, coordination, balance, weight management, cardiovascular, metabolic health. That's pretty obvious, right? It's going to improve them physically and yeah. metabolically. One thing to think about, too, is as, like, especially younger, younger, younger kids, right, their bones are developing, right? They're, um, they're strengthening, they're hardening, 
And same thing, anytime that you are increasing their strength. And look, we're not, again, we're not talking about getting your six-year-old in and bench pressing. That's not what we're saying. Uh, curls, we're, yes. Bench cur- pressing, maybe not. <laughs> curls, <laughs> curls start as soon as they can grip anything. <laughs> um, but, but it will, like from a bone health standpoint, you know, you see so many broken bones early on. And it's, it's I mean, it's not usually a huge deal just because they heal so fast. And, um, and but... You, there is a preventative measure associated with like the muscle mass that you can create and help gain early on. And we're not talking about that Russian kid that dad is like training. He's got a six pack yeah. at six years old and that he's doing like inverted dips and like all these crazy deals. But, you know, I'm talking about bone density and strength early on, and that's going to help them later in life. Mm-hmm. The, the stronger their bones are from an early age, the better they are. Um, as they grow. Yeah, and it's no secret childhood obesity is at an all-time high. You know, kids are eating more calories than ever, playing more video games Mm -hmm. than ever. They go to school, which is eight hours of sitting because we've done away with physical fitness. physical fitness is gone. Right, right. So all of the metrics are going in the wrong way with our kids and their physical health. And so obviously training will improve that. Number two, improves cognitive development. This one's really cool. Um, Multiple, multiple studies have shown an improved improved concentration and memory, improved focus, and improved mindfulness. I think that is an under uh, appreciated yeah. benefit of training, especially for your kids. Yeah. Again, studies are showing that they do better on tests. They do better in school if they're physically fit. Yeah, and so I had this conversation with my eight-year-old. Uh, I actually had a couple. I had had one with him yesterday. And he completely forgot the first conversation we had. So <laughs> it's a work in progress. But, um, but think about any time a, a child is under physical exertion, um, and same with adults, right? When I, I, and the example that I gave to my son was, hey, the difference between good athletes, specifically in my case, football players, the difference between the good ones and the great ones, or the okay ones and the good ones, whatever delineation you draw, is the ones that could pay attention and do the details right when fatigue set in. Mm-hmm. When you can focus and, and you are hyper-concentrated on doing the little things right when you are fatigued, and that's something, that's not a skill that just innately happens. That's a trained skill. That's something that is learned. Um, and so one of the things that, like, I was, the first time I talked with my son, he must have been really exhausted, but um, he, he was tired and he was like, he was doing burpees wrong. He, he co- they'll come to the gym and they'll want to like mimic what mom and dad are doing. Monkey see, monkey do, right? Yep. According to, the, right. According to the, the socials. Um, <laughs> the internet told me. <laughs> the internet. Um, but, and it's like the little details, like you cut things short or you don't do the movement right. But when they can, they can hyper-focus on details and think about it, that's a cognitive action. That's something that they, they mentally have to focus on and that retention, that is just, again, sharpening the sword as it carries into other areas. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, number three, develops confidence. So the ability to feel pain and overcome it and seeing results that they know that they've worked for. Just imagine the confidence boost. You know, last week you were able to do three push-ups. In six months you are able to do ten push Whatever. Whatever the metric is that you improve in. Imagine yeah. that confidence boost. Yeah. From the gym now to other things. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you, like with with Whitney. I mean, what have you seen 
since she's been, you know, consistently going to the gym and doing things that she's never done yeah. that now she's able to do. Oh, it's it's everything we talk about. And, and the funny thing is conversations we have now, I never would have dreamed that we would. She comes home so proud. <laughs> yeah. She'll tell me about her PR. She'll yeah. tell me about the workout. Yeah. I never thought we would have those conversations. Right. But she comes home in such a better mood, such so jacked up oh, yeah. for everything that, that like, fitness is teaching hey, her. Honey, um, what is your, what do you really think about like in your scapula position on your overhead <laughs> squat snatch? Like, what are you thinking? Like, are you, are you really trying to be fully retracted or are you trying? <laughs> yeah. The other day she was like, my traps are being fully developed. I love it. <laughs> You've never been so attractive to me. <laughs> I love, I love the turtle shell look. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. No, but seriously, she yeah. does come home and she's yeah. so proud of herself. Yes. She has so much confidence. She's, yeah. Her mood is way better every uh-huh. time she comes home from the yeah. gym. So, yeah. absolutely love it. How come that. it hasn't worked for you? Well, I know. I think I've, been, I think I've overdosed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a good thing. It's not such a good thing. <laughs> Number four, develops patience. So, learning new skills takes time and repetition. Fitness teaches them that things take time to develop. Mm. Results do not come quickly unless you're taking in an outside help mm-hmm. <laughs> that does mm-hmm. boost your results. But these things take time. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to learn proper form of burpees. Yeah. It's hard to learn proper push-up form as a kid. Yep. It takes time. Kids, it's so funny because they can get really, really strong, but their body never looks any different. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, the kids are just – and it's the testosterone, it's, testosterone, it's yeah, hormones, it's all that yeah. until they hit puberty. But it's so funny because they can – their numbers can go up, but their body looks exactly yeah. the same. So it teaches them that patience of – Hey, I'm after other things. While I can't necessarily fully change my body yet, yeah. I'm improving in other ways. Yeah. And so That's it right. teaches me that patience. Hey, results will come. Mm-hmm. Nothing I've worked for in this life is going to come easily or is going to come quickly. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to do this. Yeah, and it's, you've, you've talked about this multiple times, but the effort paradox, right? The, the more you put into it, um, and <laughs> we, we manipulate our kids multiple ways, um, but one of the ways that we do is – um, for discipline, a lot of times, because our bigs are getting to an age um, where certain tactics just aren't aren't the same. Like, you know, you take take it away, take something away, or go to your room or something. It's not the same, right? Beating them with the extension cord doesn't work anymore. Well, and I <laughs> I got to be careful saying this on a on in public because my wife every time I say it she, she's like you can't say that, but I'm going to say it anyways. But like our favorite discipline is is close handed face banks. <laughs> I'm kidding. You've got a forest behind your house. Our favorite discipline is send them out there naked. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, just yeah, uh, yeah. There's a bunch of poison ivy out there. Uh, I'm gonna need you to go. Need you to go do bear crawls. Go roll around through all the bushes in the creek. <laughs> but what we'll do is, you know, it, usually it's when it's when there's fighting between them. Is okay. We're doing a we're doing a wall set competition. And love you, it. you're going to sit and you're going to hold it until I tell you to stop until you guys can get along. You know, that's, that's what we're going to do. Or it's a burpees or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, my son, Luca, usually always got beat by my daughter, Gia, because my Gia is just wired different, like yeah. hyper competitive, yeah. like she'll like, she'll fall out before she quits. Mm-hmm. She's um, a 20 year old walking around in a yes, 13 year old. Yeah. 10 year old, 10 year old body. Same yeah. thing. <laughs> And so, see, I'm uh, confused about her yeah, age. See, <laughs> just see? so mature. Um, but one of the things that's been cool to see is like he now is like, okay, I can make it 
45 seconds. I can make it a minute. And he's like seeing this growth and you can see the confidence to where now <laughs> I can't use it anymore. Cause he's like, Hey Gia, let's do wall sits. Hey Gia, come on. I'm going to beat you. You know what I mean? And so, but it's taken two years mm -hmm. of him getting crushed by his sister, but like he was slowly gaining ground on yeah, her. That's and so it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily patience. Hopefully innately that's teaching him that, mm -hmm. but you do see with the progress comes that confidence that you talked about in the previous point. That's right. That's right. Uh, number five, it develops toughness. It's natural for us. It's natural for us all to seek comfort. Even kids fitness teaches toughness through controlled suffering and pain. We talk about this to, for adults. We talk about this for kids. You're able to simulate very, very difficult but controlled environments and put yourself through physical pain, mental pain, yeah. again, in a safe way for it to translate to other areas. Yep. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits of fitness for kids. Yeah, and I had this conversation. Um, we had Dr. Cap uh, Fountain Life mm -hmm. on the show a little while back. Um, highly, highly intelligent, but we were having a conversation uh, we we're just looking at some locations on the West Coast. And um, one of the things we were talking about was like the difference in kids today, like the toughness and like how we were raised. And there's this line that you've got to dance like there's there's toughness and resilience and then there's stubbornness. Right. The stubbornness is OK, man, I just really don't feel right, um, but I'm just not going to say anything. I'm not going to go get it checked out like, man, my my gut has been killing me or my head has been killing me or, you know, I've been bleeding or like whatever it is. Uh, but I'm just, I'm not going to like that's stubbornness. Like that's not toughness. Like with kids, when, when I think toughness, I think resilience mm -hmm. and being able to withstand challenging situations that you're talking about, we can train that into them by putting them in micro conflicts Conflicts with the mind, conflicts with the body, conflicts with the elements, whatever it is, minor conflicts for them to overcome those conflicts and then get the confidence, get the patience, get all of these things you talked about right now. But that all ultimately leads to that toughness that we are lacking because I, I think of the difference between my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter. Um, my youngest daughter has zero toughness. Like the second it gets hard, she's out. And the problem is, is like, she kind of runs the roost. So like, it's like, Oh, it's okay, baby. Go get you some iced tea. Go sit down, kick your feet up. I'll come get a big feather fan and I'll wave you. It's good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Get to work. Get to work. Gia. You know? So it's like, it's different. But our kids these days really need this because there's such a lack of it. And we just talked about it uh, in the coddling of the American mind. Like we spent an entire book talking about the repercussions of a mentally weak, mentally unresilient generation. And, and this right here is the easiest uh, and most controlled way to start building that resilience in our kids. That's right. Uh, the next one, speaking of the book, is improve mental health. So the book talked about it. We talked about it with Matt. We're going to continue talking about it until it's no longer a problem. Mm -hmm. Mental health and mental health issues are at an all-time high right yeah. now with our kids. And a big component of that that the book points to, that research points to, is they're spending nine, ten hours a day on social media. Mm -hmm. So they're constantly being fed with why they're not mm -hmm. good enough, all of the problems that are going on in the world. Not only are they being fed by all that, 
it's also taking away, if I'm sitting on my phone for nine hours, clearly I can't be physically active, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm spending most of my day glued to a screen. Yeah. So mental health, a big component of that is your physical health. Yeah. And getting into the gym, working things out, working out stress, improving, trying to reach new goals, trying to learn new things, all those things just improve your mental health. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. And so a big component on why kids need fitness is the improvement of mental health. Well, and Matt said it um, in the last episode is his daughter, Ella, she goes to school because she's strong, because, you know, and she's doing jujitsu and some other things too, but she, she has a level of confidence that she has an unwavering, like, resilience to criticism to people not liking her um and i think any dad out there that has a daughter especially and we want this for our sons too but for a daughter in this time and age when um there's so much criticism on every angle Mm -hmm. you know you you're not pretty enough you're not skinny enough you're not successful enough you're not this you're not that you're all these things that they are not to know that they are strong enough internally, like, yeah, I'm going to knock out five pull-ups. How many boys in my second grade class can do five pull-ups? Right. You know what I mean? And there's a confidence that leads to that, leads to that mental health that you're talking about because the mental health, that aspect of it, and there's some biological and some chemical things that like, sure, right? Sure. Those are real things. I'm not, I'm not, not acknowledging. But what you are doing is you have literally an armor mm-hmm. that protects you and you're just you're less affected by other kids because mm-hmm. it's like okay dude you're making fun of me like i i i'm i know how strong i am i mm-hmm. know who i am like i'm strong i'm brave and i know that i can do it so i'm i'm not going to be i'm not going to be affected by your comments on social media i'm not right. going to be affected by you gossiping with friends like and that's where we're at, right? We're so, we melt as kids. Like our kids these days melt when somebody doesn't like them or when someone makes a negative comment because we just don't have that mental resilience. Yeah. Well, I love the story he shared. He said his daughter that you referenced was yeah. getting ready for kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten. Yeah. And the day before school, she said, not everybody's going to like me, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. I thought, what an unbelievable mindset. I mean, that's kindergarten. She already has that. Now, the key is going to be to maintain that mentality sure. as For she sure. gets in the social. But, but that's the, the key is she right? set the foundation. Yeah. Because they've been working with her from the earliest age possible. That's right. Through fitness, they've yeah. been building this mental toughness and mental health. Mm-hmm. So I love that story. And then lastly, uh, development of social skills. Yeah. So one of the components of Kids Strong specifically was at the end, you know, after they're doing all their physical stuff, there was a game they did where there were cones all over the floor and each kid had to go pick up a cone and then go give it to another child mm-hmm. and give them a high five. Yeah. This is, these are two year olds here. Yeah. And so what was cool is that was a development of their social skills. Uh-huh. So my son had to go pick up a cone, pick out a friend, give them a high five and give them the cone. Yep. Just that small little act is just introducing that social aspect. Mm-hmm. Apparently when they're old, when they get older, they have to get in front of the class and speak. Yep. Just these different communication skills. But well, and, and handshakes. I mean, even early on, and, and 
um, even the younger kids start to start to learn that. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the, the social skills, looking somebody in the eye when you talk to them, how many kids nowadays can't look an adult in the right. eye? Yeah. We're going through that right now with my five-year-old. And, it, and, it's, and it's just, I don't think naturally, I think naturally, right? You, you think about a kid who's three, three foot three, right? And you're looking up at a six foot, six foot man. Like that's intimidating, mm -hmm. right? Like our, our natural inclination is not, at that as you especially, is not to make that. But just I, the kids that like I look at, I'm like, I want mine to be like that are the ones that look you in the eye, are confident, are respectful still, but those are the things that they're starting to teach kids and the kids strong, but the fitness activity, the social interaction, if you're, if you're putting kids around other kids, putting them through adversity, putting them through challenges, right? It, it innately brings those kids closer together. They're able to connect. They're able to communicate. They're able to just, it's, it's just the, it's the idea of the team sport thing yep. is, Hey, we went through hell together. Yep. And we're closer because of it. And Absolutely. we're able to interact and we're able to relate. Getting kids now to relate in a physical setting is really crucial. Yep. As opposed to, hey, I'm talking to some kid in Boston while I'm playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm, I'm chatting with somebody in Seattle. Like, the actual face-to-face, -face, physical, nonverbal communication skills that are acquired by being in person. I mean, that's, right. I, that's something that, that we're missing, and I really think we need to yep. – need to expand on no. well said so how do you start this i mean how do you get your kid involved in the fitness number one first and foremost i think is you have to do it yourself yeah you, you have to be, the, be example. the example yep if you're sitting there you're trying to tell your kid the importance of fitness and you're 280 pounds and never picked up a weight in your life there's a little disconnect there Right, you need to embody this. Not yourself. that look, not that you're any, any less of a parent for that, but well, maybe yes, start that journey together. Actually, I would argue you are less of a parent if you're not physically active, because of all these reasons that we've stated. You are you not, are leaving something on the table. There you go. By you not, are not being physically active, your potential. That's exactly okay. right. Yeah, I'm I'm not afraid to say that at all. Okay. That you are leaving things on the table if you are not being physically active. We just, we, it is your we responsibility. Lost, we, we just lost thirteen listeners. So be it. So be it. <laughs> if that's hard for you to hear and that hurts your feelings, then it's probably true. Yeah. You pro are probably, if that, if that cuts deep, that means that you know deep down inside you mm. that you're leaving something on the table. Yeah. You are less of a parent. You're less of a person if you're not being physically active. Yeah. That's just a, that's just a fact. Yeah. And I'm sorry if that hurts your feelings, but I, I'm going to stand by that forever. I'm going to so, play good cop on it. You're not a bad person. <laughs> you are not reaching. You're not potential. evil, that's for sure. <laughs> Just because you, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. To soften that up a bit, you're not a bad person, yeah. but you're making a bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do it yourself. That's number yeah. one. So get that baseline yeah. going. Do it yourself. Now, with your kid, an easy, soft introduction to fitness is team sports. Yeah. Something physically, whether it's, you know, baseball, football, t-ball, whatever it is, mm -hmm. or if it's kid strong. Yeah, if you're something younger, that yeah. gets them physically active in a fun way. Yeah. CrossFit kids. My five-year-old's doing CrossFit kids yeah. at the local gym that we're yeah. in. Something that gets it, makes it fun for them. That's yeah. a soft introduction. Yeah. And then after that, or in congruence with that, if you want to introduce them to quote-unquote formal fitness, mm -hmm. strength training, you know, movements like that, the best way that I've found with my five-year-old is I don't tell him anything. 
I'm just in the gym working out, and I let him kind of go do his own thing. I'll maybe guide him a little bit Mm -hmm. on stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't make anything. I don't make him do anything. I don't ask him to do anything. I let him figure out himself. I posted a video the other day. I have a neck (laughs) neck strengthening harness. Didn't ask him to do this. He puts on the neck strengthening harness, puts a little weight on, and just starts going for a walk outside on the sidewalk. Looks like an idiot. (laughs) Looks like a lunatic, but he totally made that up himself. Yeah. And so... I, that's, I, I try to make it fun for him. Yeah. Maybe it's a push-up contest. Hey, how many push-ups can you do in 30 seconds? Yeah. And a cool idea that I heard um, recently that I'm going to do is get a big whiteboard. In your, and now, this is if you have a home gym. I do have a home gym, thankfully. But even if you don't and you're still doing these bodyweight exercises, yeah. write up his name, write up the exercise, and see how many he did. Yeah. And, and the next week or whatever, two weeks – if he beats that number, make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Write up his records up on a board. Yeah. Make it fun. Make, make it a, make it competitive. Yeah. Make it a game. We, we also do this other game sure. where I have a tennis ball, and I throw it at him, and I bounce it, and he's got to try to catch it either with his right hand or his left hand or both hands. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, he's got to do five push-ups. Mm-hmm. It's just making it fun. That's, that's improving balance, coordination, proprioception, all these good things, strength. But all these different factors that are good for him, but I'm trying to make it fun because yeah. he's five. He's not going to sit there and do a five-by-five <laughs> five structured program. Yeah, that's right. Right? So yeah. it's just it's, finding creative ways it, to introduce Early it. on, it's about movement mm-hmm. and fundamental strength, right? So it, the, the exercises c- can be basic, but – you know, really, if you could teach your, if you could teach, you know, say from four on, start working on, okay, can your child do a push up, mm-hmm. and start on your knees, start up like leaning on something. But if you can start to teach them, and the other thing too is, and one thing we didn't talk about is just body awareness mm-hmm. and and coordination and what it does in understanding, okay. Oh, I've got to turn my elbows in, and I feel the difference in my my elbows flaring out. It's proprioception, right? Your, exactly. Your body awareness. Yep. And so the fact that they can start to learn it, it's harder at that age, mm-hmm. or if you're in a full push-up plank position, right? Understanding that my butt's not way up in the air, or it's not way down low, and I actually have to hold my core tight as I'm doing the correct push-up. Like they're not going to get it right away, but if you started these basic lifts, a body a body weight squat. If you can teach your child how to squat correctly, knees out, staying off of your toes, driving through your heels, bringing your butt straight down to your heels, not pushing your butt way back like we were taught Mm -hmm. how to do squats, like the ways, you know, doing things correctly. And if you can do these core lifts and then like, again, burpees are like a really good multifunctional movement Mm -hmm. for kids that one work cardiovascular and then two are going to strengthen them as well. I mean, keep it basic, but like you said, gamify it, make it fun. And then, but one thing that I will say is as a parent, do not, do not come in hot and force your kids to do this. When it becomes, you need to go run 10 Hills and you need to do this. Like they're going to, they're going to push away from it. You have to gamify it, make it fun. And the best way to do it is for them to watch you and want to emulate you because they're always going to want to emulate their parents. Right. I have not asked my five-year-old to do one single thing. Yeah. And yet every morning when yeah. I'm out there in the garage gym, he's out there with me doing yeah. stuff. Now, not every child's going to be like that. No, like again, no. True. my, my older son and my younger daughter, they are not wired that way. They've become that because mm-hmm. they're around it. But 
they, not everybody's wired that way, but time and consistency. Like now when I bring them to the gym, I literally have to get them. I'm like, okay, listen, y'all can't come in and lift with everybody else. These people are paying to work out. <laughs> like you can't just come get in the way and ask our coach to spend time coaching you. I love that. And if we want to do that, we'll do it separately. But like, just go outside and play. Like go play basketball, go do something else. But like, it's to the point where I'm having to shoo them out where before it was like, I had to beg them to come in. That's right. Yeah. So for all the reasons we've stated today, do it yourself, make it fun and start with the basics. If you stick to those three things, that's a great foundation that you're setting your kids up for. Uh, on their hopefully their lifetime of fitness again all the reasons we talk about today it's going to translate to everything that they do so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode uh if you did please help us by sharing the podcast uh we're on any obviously we're on any social or uh, platform you can think of listening to these we're on youtube uh we're on instagram at one.shot.pod we really really appreciate you guys support Um, we do this because of you guys and so we thank you for that So have a great rest of your Wednesday, and we will see you tomorrow.